Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the Eddie and Webby Podcast. Yo, I'm going to bust out some theme song action for you. Check it out. The Eddie and Webby show is the place to be. They're talking about beer and pickleball and technology. So if you didn't know, now you know. Because it's time for the Eddie and Webby show. On today's episode, Eddie and Webby see who can eat an entire jar of pickled pig's feet the fastest. This is the Eddie and Webby podcast. Hey guys, I want you to listen to me. Just because I have this brand new shiny gold medal, it doesn't mean that I care about you any less, all right? Oh, hey, how's it going? This is Webby, not Eddie. And I'm Eddie, and this is our 37th podcast. Oh, yeah. And not only is this our 37th podcast, but we have a pretty huge milestone to celebrate. Uh, A few days ago, the Eddie and Webby show turned one year old. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it. It's been a year since we started this podcast. If if somebody was would have said to me a year ago that it was going to turn into what it's turned into, I would have called them a liar. Yeah. Isn't that crazy, though? One year? I can't. I, I really cannot believe it's been a year since we started this whole thing. Um, but that's awesome. I love it. And here we are. Um, we have a great show for you guys today. We are live on Facebook. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Twitch for the one person that cares. And this is meant to be interactive. So if you guys have questions, if you guys have comments, please go ahead and throw them in the chat area. We'd love to interact with you. Yes. Um, And as uh, we've done the last few times, after we're done with the podcast, we're going to go dark and come right back up with another amazing episode of Dinking Around with Eddie and Webby. And if you guys, yes, you, want to be on the show, you can. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a great time. We have so many updates to talk about in regards to what's going on with us. Uh, But we're going to wait until the Dinking Around with Eddie and Webby to get to that because we've got way more important things to talk about for episode 37. Yes. Um, before we do any of that, though, Webby, what's going on in Twitter? Ah, yes, Twitter. Let me go ahead and pull Twitter up here. Let's see what we got on the Twitter sphere today. Here is a message from Bert Bacarachnophobia. I sure hope Eddie and Webby learned a thing or two from Barrett Kinchelow about how to do a podcast properly, because so far it seems like they have no idea what they are doing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. I still feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know about you, Eddie. But... I, I have no idea. And I will agree that Barrett's is much more professional, <laughs> uh, much more of a traditional podcast. If you guys haven't checked out the Pickleball Kitchen, definitely check it out. Yes. Yeah, so if you want a very professional <laughs> uh, Pickleball podcast, by all means, check out the, the Pickleball Kitchen. Yep. Uh, if you want to just see a couple of guys that just <laughs> have no idea what they're doing, but are just hanging out, having a good time, then... Stay tuned and stick with us. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. But anyway, thanks for that comment. Uh, let's go to another Twitter comment here. Here's one from Brian Brenolds at Eddie and Webby. Thank you for having Barrett Kinchelow on podcast 36. 
The Pickleball Kitchen is by far my favorite pickleball podcast. No offense, guys. <laughs> Another one? Uh, well, I don't take any offense to that, to be honest. I think that was a, a great comment. Thank you for the feedback. I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, it is a good one. That's for sure. Um, let's do one more comment. Uh, here's one from Hulk Bang Smash <laughs> at Eddie and Webby. Please stop doing Eddie versus Webby matches. You both suck at pickleball. Ouch. <laughs> Ow. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, yeah, I think I'm done with Twitter comments for today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one. Uh, wow. Well, what are you going to do? Usually we have at least one that's complimentary to us, but not, not yes. today. <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess uh, thank you for all the Twitter comments, maybe. I mean, yeah, those were we love feedback. Bad, but... We love the feedback. Yeah, absolutely. We love, we love the feedback. <laughs> yeah. Just got to keep telling myself that. We love the feedback. Yeah. We love the feedback. We love the feedback. Uh, <laughs> do you know what else I love? What's that? Beer. Ooh, you know what? Yeah. I love beer, too. Um, What should we have since this is such a momentous uh, episode? What should we drink? Oh, man. I've actually got a great suggestion um, and I actually have a beer right here, oh. and it is the same beer that we had in episode one. And for any of those old school fans that recall, that beer is Bell's Oberon. Yes, couldn't think of a couldn't think of a better beer to drink on the one year anniversary, the one year birthday of the Eddie and Webby show than uh, than to drink Oberon, which is what we had in episode one. Yes, very excited to sip on this beer throughout the episode here. Uh, definitely a, a, a classic. I like it. Um, yes, yeah, so if you did watch episode one, that's back when we used to do formal beer reviews. Now we just kind of have a beer and talk a little bit about it. But everybody knows about Oberon. It's it's Bell's kind of flagship beer. It's seasonal and it's enjoyable. Yep, yep. Just got released about a, a week or two ago, and yeah. uh, something I feel like every I feel like every Michigander that enjoys a tasty brew has to at least get one case of this every year. Yep. It's totally like a staple. Agree. Yeah. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Is that a, is the show over? Are we done? Is it time to move on? Or um, I think that's it for the show for today. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think <laughs> it's just about time to uh, to get to our guests. But before we get to our guests, uh, we actually have a special video to show you guys. And uh, Eddie, I do believe you have a special video. Am I right? I do. Um, so I got a chance to go hang out with my buddy Pete from Pickleball Global yesterday. Uh, and they have an event coming up, and I, I think it's really important that we get the word out there for everyone. So go ahead and take a look at this video here. Well, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Yeah, of course, man. Um, you guys have something really exciting coming up here, huh? We do. We yeah. do. We have uh, the 2019 Pickleball Global Challenge Cup. Okay. Uh, I did it in 2018 as well. This year, it's going to be East versus West. So. Uh, pro players from the East Coast versus pro players from the West Coast. We have 25 of the top players in the world coming to this door to play on this court right behind you. That's pretty amazing, man. Yeah, yeah when I saw the, um, the list of people that you had yep. coming onto this court right here, that's some pretty big names you have coming. Yep. Kyle Yates and Tyson McGuffin, uh, you know, just to name a few, our own Johnny Pickleball. Yeah. Um, but the list goes on and on. and. Uh, you know, players can find out more information. The website is pgchallengecup.com. Uh, right here. Yep. 
Yeah, definitely. Right there. <laughs> um, and, you know, they can see all the players that are going to be competing. It's a three-day event. It's right before the U.S. Open. So if they're coming down for the U.S. Open, great opportunity to come check out our store, the, the facility here, the, the stadium court, our stadium court, and uh, come see some great matches, really up close and personal in an air-conditioned setting that you're not going to get at the Open. <laughs> it's yeah, going to be true. hot. Uh, tickets start at just $14. Uh, it's $2 more per session if you want VIP, which is a nice seat with a comfort comfortable back and everything for, for somebody as well. So uh, they'll be seating all around the court. So it's really nice. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so you're going to have some singles play, right? Yeah, singles, doubles, and mixed doubles play. Okay. Um, all your favorites against each other. Yeah. Uh, so some really great matchups and it should be really close. And ideally it's gonna come down to that third day, that championship day and uh, with all the, the finalists playing against each other that competed over the first two days of competition. So, okay. Yep. Are there any rivalries that you hope to see happen on this court yourself? Well, uh, I know Kyle played Tyson last year and that was an epic match uh, on the third day last year. So, um, you know, you never know who's going to win and there could be uh, some newbies that, that, that beat out other people that unexpectedly. Uh, we won't know until we see who wins the matches, but uh, definitely Kyle and Tyson would be a nice match to see. Yeah. All the proceeds from the tickets this year are going directly to the players. So we're not making money off this event. We're doing this for the world of pickleball, basically, uh, just for the sport and hopefully for the sport's growth. So, you know, please support this event and come to the event. If you can't come to the event, if you live too far away, it's going to be live streamed um, all three days, uh, HD video quality uh, live stream. So please check that out and watch that as well. How do people find the live stream if they're interested? Yeah, all the information is on pgchallengecup.com. Um, it will be live streamed on Pickleball Global's website, which is, if you just look up Pickleball Global, you'll find that as well. Yep. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate right. you spending time with me. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Man, that seems awesome. Uh, I wish I could be there in person. Unfortunately, I can't, but I, I will definitely be checking out those live streams, and no doubt about that. Yes, check it out. Well, I say uh, we get to our special guests. What do you think about that? I think we should definitely do that. I am super excited to talk to today's guests. And that's right. I said guests. We have not one, but two awesome guests joining us at the same time today. They are both excellent pickleball players that have played with and against some of the best pickleball players in the world. And they are actually engaged to be married to each other. Ladies and gentlemen, Please welcome to the show, Maggie Raminzi and Kenny Chow. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks hey. for having us. How you doing? Great. You know, it would be a little bit better if it wasn't, um, like, ice training here today in Buffalo. But, you know, I get to play pickleball tonight and talk to you guys right now. So it seems like a great day. Nice, nice. Yeah, here in Michigan, we had some awesome weather this past week, and then uh, last night it snowed a little bit, so I can feel your pain. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we cannot do a pickleball podcast without asking this first question, and uh, ladies first. So Maggie, we'll start with you. How did you first get into pickleball? Oh, man. So I got into pickleball... Coming up on two years ago this summer, Andrea, my sister, you guys all know Andrea Coop, 
Well, she came and visited me in Rochester when I was still finishing my MBA. And she was like, oh, I talked to this guy, Scott Lippitz, and we're going to go play with him on Sunday. And, I, and so we need to go and practice tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So, you know, everybody here on the pickleball forum, if you're listening, you know who the infamous Scott Lippitz is. He is real. I will say the myth has been debunked and he is real. Um, but yeah, so my first time playing was with Andrea and a whole bunch of Rochester people at the Ontario Beach in, um, or I guess it's Charlotte Beach on Lake Ontario in Rochester, New York. Very nice. And uh, speaking of Scott Lippitz, I'm it's that's cool to hear that he's real. I always thought he was like a like an urban legend, kind of like a troll or something like that. But that's that's awesome to hear. <laughs> I mean, I think but, he's uh, a troll, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so, Ken, what about you? How did you get into pickleball? Um, I got forced into it. So, I, I told you, I told you, Webby, before we even started the show, that the first time I ever played, I didn't like it. Like I was, I was coaching tennis. So I was, play, I was playing a lot of league tennis, a lot of tournament tennis. Like still playing with my friends that were in college on the team that I played with. Um, I just, I didn't like it. Probably because Maggie was just way better than me, and she just beat up on me every single time. But <laughs> the second time I played, I had the pleasure because they could have, they could have just kicked me out and said no of playing with Kyle Gates against Ben Johns and Christine McGrath when it was just the five of us out in California. And I think I made one ball over the net and there's a whole <laughs> bunch of laughs. Like Kyle had no idea how I was sliding across the court. Like it was ice and everyone was laughing at that too. So it was kind of a, it was kind of an eye opener where we left and Maggie's like, Ken, you got to get better so that you don't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's, that's, that's kind of the, the introduction into pickleball there. It was kind of birth by fire. Man, that that's quite a group to to start with when you're first getting started in the game. I I think I can understand uh, hating the game if that was who you're playing against the first time you ever played it. You probably probably felt like you like don't deserve to ever pick up a pickleball paddle again. To, <laughs> if that's what you're gonna do, that was motivation. <laughs> that was motivation for Ken. He was like, "Oh man, now I got to get better because like nice these guys are actually pretty good." Nice. Well, yeah, that's how for for Eddie and myself, the the very first tournament we ever did together was the Beer City Open, and we got absolutely destroyed. Uh, didn't even score one point in the first series of matches. Um, but yeah, all that did is is lit the fire, got us motivated, and here we are, solid 3.0 players. <laughs> but we're getting close to 4.0. We'll be 5.0 in no time. I can just just mark my words. It's, it's all in the customized paddle. You got to update the graphic every year, so. One year the show started, we need a new graphic on the paddle. Nice. There you go. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the first time Eddie and myself met the two of you was at the Dink for Pink event. Do you do you remember that being the uh, the first meeting of all of us? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Um, I totally remember, you know, getting lucky enough to getting to play with you in one of our matches um, in the infamous... Uh, you know, line call <laughs> during that right? match. Yep. And I got the honor of winning your guys at this church, which uh, now it doesn't fit me, but Ken gets sore all the time. <laughs> I'm sponsored by Eddie and Webby. 
And I, I don't know about you you being lucky to, to be on my team. I think uh, unlucky is probably the, the better word, the fact that you got teamed up with me. But we did good, though. We won. So I guess that's good. Thanks to you. I mean, did. You, did, you did all the work. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think so. It was a team effort for sure. No, that was a great time, though. Uh, Eddie and I have talked about that numerous times. That was one of the most fun events we had been part of, and it was very cool. Um, now, Kenny, I, I heard that you had a bit of a medical issue recently. Do you, do you feel like telling us about that at all or? <laughs> sure. I can show everyone if you want me to. <laughs> I don't think you want to. Um, <laughs> so, so I had what I thought was, uh, appendicitis and long story short, it turned out my, and this is the words of the doctor. It turned out my appendix legitimately blew up. So it disintegrated itself and it was just in pieces and torn apart. Um, so about two and a half weeks ago now, I had the appendix taken out um, and I had part of the large intestine taken out and there was a colectomy mm. done too. So I have a lot of things out of me and I, I lost about eight ounces from the appendix and a whole bunch of other weight from the other things taken out of my stomach. Oh man. How long are you going to be out of commission from something like that? Um, so they told me, or the doctor told me that it's kind of a, a month long recovery before I can really, really do anything in terms of physical activity. Um, so right now I'm on a very strict regimen of, of walking the dogs and, and bending down to, to pick up what they drop. If, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, and that's all I can do. So thankfully I'll be ready to go for, for the U S open for my first, my first time going down there for the four or five bracket. But Who's to say what's going to happen with, with the practice time? Right. Yeah, well, hopefully you have a nice, speedy recovery. How's, uh, how's social media looking over there, Eddie? Good. Actually, we have a few questions that are coming in here, um, and it's actually perfect timing because, Kenny, it sounds like you just mentioned that you are going to be playing at the U.S. Open. Um, Scott Golden asked, are both of you guys going to be playing at the U.S. Open? Um, so I guess... I can answer first. Yeah, I registered for three events and I got into two and I was really upset I only got into two. Um, but I guess in retrospect now it's a good thing. <laughs> so I'm playing in um, 19 plus age men's doubles with Jaron Faltonowski from Michigan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and then I'm playing in men's four five skill with Tony Tran also from Michigan. All right. And then you, Maggie, what about you? Yeah, so I'm excited to get to go on for my second U.S. Open. Um, I am playing mixed age with um, Jeff Warnick. I'm also playing um, pro with him for mixed. And then I'm playing um, women's pro with my sister, Andrea Coop. And then I'm currently signed up for women's age with Caitlin Christian. But I just found out last week that she can no longer play because she got into another professional tennis tournament and you know how rude how why would she choose <laughs> to play a professional tennis tournament over Seriously. playing with me i mean that's just i don't know why anybody She's, would do that but you know right so it's if like, anybody like choosing, out there is looking you know anybody it's out like there choosing the dark another, side <laughs> oh you know how dare she i just i i don't get it you know <laughs> no it's awesome i i commend her i mean heck that's awesome. How about you guys? Are you guys going to play? Uh, I'm playing. I'm, I'm just doing uh, men's 3-5, age 35 plus, 
Uh, I'm just going to do one event. I, I really just kind of want to hang out in the Margaritaville lounge the whole week. So I just, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get too crazy. I'm just going to do one event. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, I will not be able to make it. I'm very bummed about that. Uh, the the two big tournaments I've got coming up uh, this summer are the, the Great Lakes Regionals in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, who do we got there? <laughs> this is Maisie Blue. <laughs> She wanted to make her, you know, live podcast debut tonight too. Hey Maisie, she's kicking me nice. out. Hey Maisie, she can't hear. So oh. let's see. Chippy, chip, 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 chip. Hey Chippy, chip, 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 chip. Her ears are going up. Maisie, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh. I, I love it when the doggies make an appearance. Uh, cool. Uh, so, Jaron, uh, Jaron Feltonowski said, yay. I'm assuming that's based off his comment of playing with you, uh, which is awesome. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then there's one other comment coming up, which, uh, it might actually be a good segue in Webby's conversation with you, but it's from our good buddy Gizmo, Jay Hall. He said, would you recommend couples play together so i don't know if i want you guys to answer that right now webby might have some questions leading up to that but uh thank you jay thanks gizmo for uh, for throwing that comment in there yeah that is a great question (laughs) (laughs) that is a great question and i think we'll hold off on that one for a bit we'll let let that one uh stew for a little while but we're definitely gonna have to cover that at some point today um but uh i heard a rumor on the street that you are both actually sponsored players is that right Oh man, what a rumor! Yeah, no, I, I play with PaddleTech, um, so yeah, I'm really lucky to get to play with PaddleTech. They're they're great, and um, I know you guys play with PaddleTech too, so they're they're clearly awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the the PaddleTech paddles. What about you, Kenny? Um, so it's it's branded right across my chest here, like it's tattooed on underneath oh, wow. the shirt too. <laughs> um, so I. I have been working with Doug and Diana and Taylor at Temper. Um, Doug actually used to work with Paddletech and then he started his own company up. Um, the paddle that I've been playing with has been one of their prototypes that Doug has been trying to push forward for, for tennis players um, with a longer handle so they can use a two-hand back and a little easier. And I had a, a big part in, in testing the, the one and only paddle that they had of it. I kind of beat it up a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Doug is Doug's a great guy. The Taylors are, or, yeah, the Clarks are a great family, and it's been fun working with them. Nice. Now, Eddie, I think uh, I'm not putting you on the spot here, but I do believe we have a photograph of the paddle that Ken was talking about. There it is. Yeah. It's so the. So I think this is the first paddle. Yeah. Right. It's very. It's very fun. It's different than what everything else looks like on the market right now. Um, but I think this is the first paddle that the Temper has come out with that has a uh, kind of happy name. <laughs> All the other ones are Tantrum, the Temper Tantrum, which is a very funny play on words. But this one's kind of cool with Ascend. It's Ascend Your Game. Um, I actually have one of the prototype graphics here right now in my hand. So it's pretty cool. And as you can see, the handle's about five and a half inches long. So even if you have a giant hand like Eden, you can fit both of them on there very nice very nice so like what all uh like 
did you like were you very rough with the paddle just to see like how much it could actually handle like do you feel like you're like more rough with it than usual while doing the the whole testing process or i just i just played a lot so i yeah. got i switched jobs in the beginning of the new year so i had probably about a month off to just search for a job play pickleball exercise a lot um walk the dogs what have you <laughs> um so i played with all the guys out here in buffalo and a lot of them actually um were pretty pretty big helps in helping me find the the new position i'm in right now so thanks to, to buffalo pickleball out here um but i probably played 20 hours in the week um throughout november and december in buffalo and the nice the nice cold weather um and with with the paddle it was just very very rough on it i think from coming from tennis like hitting the hitting the racket on the ground when you're diving for a ball or lunging for a ball at the net just kind of carried over into pickleball so it was uh oh i have one paddle i gotta make it last like anytime it hit the ground it was oh brush it off brush it off um so i just think it's how how i play and, and move around the court and maggie laughs at me because i look like i'm flailing half the time but it it works out for me <laughs> nice it's true well i say we stop beating around the bush let's get to uh let's get to what gizmo was uh was talking about and uh like how, how frequently would you say that you two play together as a team Oh man, as a team, we played one tournament to get, well, I guess it's kind of two. So we played the Salty Elf in Michigan at, um, like during the holidays, uh, the Christmas holidays together. We played mixed and then we played men's <laughs> together. And uh, <laughs> we did well. I mean, we won, we got gold and mixed, then we got bronze and men's. So it was a good showing, you know. It was definitely a challenge. I mean, it's our first time playing, you know, pickleball or tennis in a tournament together. We do practice together all the time, but I would definitely say that playing with your significant other is a challenge. Um, I like to win. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not that Ken doesn't like to win, but I'm a little more intense than Ken. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Sometimes personalities don't really mix on the court, but uh, I would say like that was our first time and it's only going to get better from that. And I mean, we obviously had good results at that tournament. And um, the more we play together, the, the more fun it'll be. Maybe Ken has a different opinion than I do. Well, let's hear it. What's your um, opinion, Ken? So let me comment with this. Have you ever played, have you two ever played pickleball with your, your significant others? I know you've played with, with your kids. Um, I have, I've played a couple times, others. only a couple times though. My wife's not a huge <laughs> fan of pickleball. She's not like, she'll play with, she'll play with me to humor me from time to time, but it's not really, not really her thing. <laughs> okay. So I guess answering this gizmo, what you should do before I even say anything is quickly go to YouTube and search up Dave Chappelle plead the fifth. And that's, that's my placeholder answer for now. <laughs> um, but I guess my opinion, like kind of like Maggie said, is that we're two very different, like competitive personalities. Like I, I like to win. I don't think anyone really likes losing. Um, right. But like after graduating from college tennis and playing adult competitive tennis and pickleball, it's kind of toned itself down and keep the emotions on like a level, level ground. So nothing like spikes up and goes crazy or nothing's too low. And I start to play too poorly. 
So that with, with Maggie's fiery personality doesn't mix too well in the pickleball court. And we got into one or two arguments in the salty elf trying to, trying to pump uh -oh. each other up because we didn't, we didn't know how to do it. <laughs> now I've got to sure. admit Maggie. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I threatened to walk off the court at one point. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a true statement. But I was going to say, uh, Maggie, I've got to admit, I, I was a little intimidated when I got teamed up with you at the Dink for Pink. And not, not because of like the way you were acting or anything, but I just I had been watching you play and I was like, oh, my God, she's really good and I'm really bad. This is not going to go good. They're probably going to target me the entire time. I'm going to make her team lose. But uh, luckily, luckily, we did good, though. But yeah, before the match, I was like, oh, man, I just hope I don't blow it for her. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So oh, that tournament was so fun. Um no, I would never think that my partner, I don't, you don't blame your partner. You know, it's a team effort. And anyway, I mean, the Ding for Pink is such a, is a charity event. It's so much fun. So any of you guys out there who are listening, you know, I'll put out the, the feeler for Ding for Pink. It's not like a, an official tournament, but it's a great charity where you get to dress up and uh, look awesome and play pickleball with Eddie and Webby. Oh, yeah. I, I had no idea what to expect. That was such a fun, such a fun time. I mean, we got to play with and against 5.0 players and uh, everybody was just super kind, super nice. The whole day was super chill and fun and relaxed. It was such a great experience. <laughs> so Our two fun. dogs are one sleeping here and the other is chewing on the bone profusely. It's very... <laughs> Nice. Two different personalities coming forward right now. <laughs> Got a couple of uh, Facebook uh, comments here. Webby, if you don't mind me interjecting. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, so Jay Gizmo Hall said, I have, and it didn't go well. I was assuming that uh, that he meant that he's, <laughs> you were asking the question out, out this way. And, uh, and he said, makes for a long, awkward ride home. Which I could definitely imagine would uh would be the case in that situation. Thankfully, we had a couple of days in Michigan to to let it simmer we down. Had a buffer. The car yeah, right you now. know, we had a buffer <laughs> ride, um, so that is true. And I'm pretty uh, sure that Andrea drove Ken to dinner that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's classic. I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that could happen. I mean, it's so. You know, Couples just maybe they don't they can't figure it out in the court. Um. You know, we just honestly like uh, the the play that we get to play in, in uh, this area is a lot of fun. But like, there's such a difference in level from going from like this area to to Michigan. So like, our we just had never we had just never practiced against uh, the type of players that we got to play against, which was awesome. But it was just there's no way to. There's no way to replicate tournament play, really. Sure. Yeah. I also, that, I also think Maggie had a bad taste in her mouth from the first time we teamed up out in Michigan together. I hit her in the, the face oh, with my true. paddle. So That is true. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I was on edge. Though. I was on edge the whole time. Oh, man. Yeah. The weekend we got engaged, that happened. Yeah. Like, we played in, like, Ken. I was like in the like the the left side of the court going out for an overhead like on the far left side of this court. Okay, think of a pickleball court. We're on the far side, and Ken um, sees my overhead and tries to run across the court where he's on the far right side of the court to take my overhead. And 
like I'm up there hitting this in the air. He comes and swings and nails me in the ear, oh. rips my earring out of the ear, and oh, like I'm no. bleeding everywhere. <laughs> like oh. I had this huge cut, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? So thankfully, she said yes that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how you know true love if she still says yes after that oh my god <laughs> i was god. like what the heck he's like oh man i wanted to hit the overhead like me too oh man that sounds rough uh there's another question here from josh J, and he asks who would win or who wins if you two play singles that's a good question. I mean, I like honestly, it is. Ken does win a lot. I don't. I'm not a singles player. Like I, I play singles sometimes, but it's a it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, singles is a whole different beast. Definitely a whole different beast. Um, no, like I, I would say Ken probably wins more, like sixty percent of the time, and I win forty percent of the time. You know, if Ken misses a lot of returns, then I win. So <laughs> I don't know if that's like the, the the fairest answer, but you know maybe when he comes back from this like injury, then I'll win. So yeah, you know, I'll, be the cripple. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know we can start counting then. <laughs> no, I when I, when we first started playing, like I was lucky to, I was obviously lucky to get a point in singles mainly because I had no idea what was going on. So it was like, I'd, I'd hit a serve, like have no idea what to do with the third ball coming at me in singles. It was like, oh, do I drop it? Oh, well, she's up there already. And I have to cover 75% more core than I have to do in doubles. Um, so big shout out to Dan O'Toole in Michigan once again for coaching me within those first two months of how to play singles better. Um, and it's kind of spiraled out of control from there with me beating Maggie six out of 10 times. So <laughs> Nice. So uh, you guys were kind of talking about beating each other up on the court. Uh, that's uh, I feel like that's a good segue into a little video clip that we have. Um, we actually haven't done this in quite a while, um, but anybody who has been a fan of ours for a while knows that we like to do a segment called Pickle Thug Life. And uh, sometimes when we have guests on, we like to do the, uh, the Pickle Thug Life treatment. And Eddie, if you have the clip ready, I would say we should go ahead and roll it. This one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Nice cat. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh man, yeah, you know. Gotta take him out. Right in the boob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, that was so, great. I love that. <laughs> so uh, I got to ask, what do you think? Has has pickleball strengthened your relationship? Or do you think it's like caused a little bit of extra attention in your relationship? <laughs> I think it's strengthened. I mean, like when we, if we still lived in Rochester... Ken, I don't think Ken would play pickleball. I don't think he would have started playing. But, you know, we moved to Buffalo, which is only like a little over an hour away. But we don't have any, we didn't have any friends when we moved here. And um, we didn't really know the pickleball community here yet. And so Ken starting to play pickleball just gave us something to do at night and gave us something to kind of look forward to doing. And now we get to go to tournaments together, you know, when Ken's appendix doesn't blow up. 
Um, <laughs> but he still he still gets to come and be my chauffeur this weekend at our tournament in New Jersey. Yeah, maybe maybe stream <laughs> some matches out there. So, so any requests, shoot him my way. <laughs> but I, I think it strengthened it, you know, just we get to have more fun together. What do you think, Ken? Uh you know, I I agree. Like the hesitation there didn't bode well, I guess, for my answer coming up. But no, I, I total I totally agree. Um I like I said, when I first started playing, like I didn't like it and probably if we were still living in Rochester, I wouldn't be playing. Like it would still just be, oh Meg, you wanna go hit some tennis balls? No, not really. Okay, well let's sit on the sofa and watch some TV. Um so I think it's just an extra layer of things to do. Um but I mean with any relationship there's there's rough patches as you go. So it's like even if we weren't playing pickleball, like me hitting her in the head with the paddle <laughs> probably would have would have been something else, like me throwing a ball and hitting her in the head or something like that with the dog. So I mean <laughs> It, it all comes full circle where, yeah, it's, it's definitely strengthening it because it's given us something to something to do together, which, like, as much as I said before, it's a challenge and kind of scary to play together. Like, if anyone is out there thinking about getting their significant other playing or trying to, like, hey, play in a local tournament or play in a bigger tournament than local, like, it's definitely something to, to look at doing because it's something that will will give you a little bit more in your relationship and you'll get a little bit more out of it and stuff to talk about and and sit in a car ride, no matter how awkward it can be. <laughs> right. Nice. Anything going on on social media, Eddie? You know, there was a really good question here that I wanted to bring up uh, from Mark Gonzalez. And he said, if there's one thing you change with the other person's game, mental included, to make playing together better, more enjoyable. So if you could change something about each other to make it more enjoyable, what would it be? So, hmm. <laughs> so Mark is, Mark is one of my good friends. I, I played college tennis with him. Um, when I was a freshman, him and I would wake up at like five in the morning and go, go practice in the winter when we weren't even in season for like two hours from five 30 to seven 30. Then we'd go work out for like an hour and a half in the gym afterwards. So that entire time as a freshman with him being a, a fourth year student there, it was kind of like the going off of this question is building me, building me up mentally for, for the adversity of waking up early and playing. Sounds like you're avoiding this question again. <laughs> I am avoiding the question. <laughs> um, okay, want me to take a stab at it, Ken? No, it's okay. Um, I, I think mentally, like, if we could change one thing, I would change it to where Maggie would never win any money from professional tournaments and no one would ever win any money. That way it's playing for the sole fun of playing versus I'm going to go grind it out on a, on a tour that isn't my full-time job and get really stressed out behind the scenes. So I think that would be the one thing I would change. Well, that sounds a little bit bigger than, uh, you know, just <laughs> me, but I appreciate it. That's probably true. Uh, for Ken, Oh man, you know, if you can make a serve more, no. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Ken has a really good serve, but Ken likes to hit his serve like 100 miles an hour every time, and he has no problem with missing six serves in a row if he's going at full pace. <laughs> like, he has no care. If he makes his serve, I swear, it's like the best serve in pickleball but when he doesn't make it serve so. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing the numbers i'm a good returner 
<laughs> yeah, where you get all those points. <laughs> so I, I am what you uh, would consider a, uh, what you consider a floater in regards to like I go all over the place playing rec play and uh, like open pickleball. I have, I have a very strange, inconsistent work schedule, so it's like I, I never can play at the exact same time at on certain days and stuff. So I go all over the place, and everywhere I go, I see couples um, that both play pickleball. Uh, and I feel like only like five to 10% of them actually play together, like in tournaments, I feel like they almost all always split up and play with other partners. And that it, it just always, uh, it always amused me, especially like when they're similar skill levels too. Like it just almost, almost all of them tell me like if they played together, they probably wouldn't stay married and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's good. To, it's, it's good to hear that you guys can actually play together and, uh, and it's not, uh, not detrimental to your uh, to your relationship. <laughs> no, but I definitely don't think we would play every weekend together. Ken is going to play with uh, our my sister Sarah this summer a little bit, and maybe she, maybe he'll get to play with Andrea at some point. You know, we'll we'll pass around the family, so he gets to, you know he gets to play with all of us. Only nice. in the small tournaments, though. Only in the small tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of Andrea, uh, Maggie, how do you know how many tournaments you two have played together? um three no four we played four tournaments together now oh, okay yeah and there's i know a lot of them have been live streamed and uh i've got to say those are some of the most fun matches i've watched and it's de it definitely makes it a lot more entertaining and enjoyable when it's somebody that you know personally that are playing in these tournaments and uh i've got to tell you i've i was definitely on the edge of my seat uh at nationals and uh oh, at me the, too in the, at the, the South Florida slam tournament that recently happened, just like watching those games was, it was awesome to see, uh, just such, such great gameplay too. And I know, uh, I know Kenny, Kenny and I were chatting a lot during the matches that we were, that was a lot of fun. I know, I know he was, uh, probably way more on the edge of his seat than I was. <laughs> like at I nationals and stuff. Yeah, like no. Oh man. Uh, yeah, no, Ken, um, yeah, there was like one great photo that I don't know how his phone caught it or whatever. Him and Maisie, my dog, watching us at nationals, and oh yeah, I was on the edge of my seat too when I was in the match. So <laughs> <laughs> no, like Andrew and I are super lucky to have gotten to play four tournaments together, and all four of them have pretty much been um, you know streamed in different ways. So and we've gotten to play some of the best people in the world. Um, yeah. So we're we're super super lucky to to get to do that. You know, sometimes you know it'd be nice to come out of those matches live. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll get we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the uh, that South Florida Slam tournament, uh, you guys played uh, against uh, some some very great great talent down there. That was very cool to see. And uh, you guys oh, played yeah. the played against the Waters girls, didn't you? At some point during that during that also. Oh my goodness, we yeah, you know, we got murdered by the Waters girls. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> they they're awesome. They played amazing. So I think, you know, maybe that's like a historic match. The two like a mother daughter playing against sisters. I don't know something like that. The first time ever. Hopefully, it's not the last time ever. Um, right. But. Oh man, though those yeah, they played those girls played amazing in that match. I don't even know if you can call it a match. I think it lasted like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know they uh they just like they, Simone too. Yeah. 
Yeah, they like kind of they took yeah. the the pickleball world by storm after that tournament. They were just like they were all over the the threads, all over the pickleball forum. Um, that was uh, yeah, that was quite a, a demonstration of uh, of talent for that match. That was pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they missed a. I swear, I don't think they missed a ball for like those like two straight matches. Pretty much, like they just played flawless. It was really. Um, you know, it was not the best getting to play against it, but it was awesome getting <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so, Ken, uh, I know you've got quite a quite a tennis background, and uh, what what would you say people on the uh, the tennis side, like the non pickleball players, don't they? Uh, how do they feel about pickleball players? Is there like a like a pickleball and tennis kind of like feud for the the hardcore tennis versus the hardcore pickleball? Um, it depends where you go. It, it depends where you go. Um, funny story. I actually met with, uh, with a client for the job that I'm working at who just picked up pickleball, um, and has been playing tennis in Buffalo for years. He's a three, five tennis player, three, five pickleball player. Um, so he's not like a world beater, but he loves both games. Um, and he was telling me that he has to keep it a secret from his tennis friends that he plays pickleball because, they are so heated that pickleball courts are being lined on the tennis courts um, in, in the Buffalo area. But at the same time, one of the, one of the best guys I've met out here in, in Buffalo for pickleball, Bob Gamble, um, he used to be the head coach at Duval College for their, for their tennis team there. And he's the same opinion of me where it's like tennis court, tennis is dying. Tennis is a dying sport. Like it's being played among the older adults and it's still being played competitively by like some teenagers, but it's dying across America. Um, and so the more people that get onto a tennis court, like the more court usage that's being thrown out there, it doesn't matter what it is. Like it, it's using the space and it's, it's getting people active. So it's a good thing. Like, I think, I think a lot of people are, are thrown into the, there's a whole bunch of weird stuff going on behind me. <laughs> live tv I, think, I love it right <laughs> i think i think a lot of people get into the mentality though of like pickleball is pickleball is no noisy like pickleball has no place tennis is the real game but they're viewing it as like a replacement to tennis when it's really just a separate game from itself and i, I think a lot of tennis players are still in that mentality of like oh you're replacing tennis you're replacing tennis you're replacing tennis no it's a different game that can be played within the same space that is actually better because it's getting more people in the tennis clubs it's getting more people onto a tennis court and people from pickleball are funneling into tennis too like it's not just tennis players are funneling out of tennis into pickleball it goes both ways right. so oh for sure there's actually a, a, a good question here that kind of goes along with that um from global pickleball network they ask as more tennis players discover pickleball do you see the sport getting more competitive? I hope. I mean, I, I would assume. I mean, I feel like, you know, you see kids like like uh, um, Anna Lee who are coming in at, like, young ages who are going to, like, grow up playing pickleball. And, I mean, hopefully that's, like, the, the future of pickleball or, like, you know, especially high-level pickleball. Um, you'd want it to develop as like that kind of a, a sport where kids start playing when they're young and grow up as like a sole sport or, you know, focusing on it. Um, it's awesome that tennis players cross over. And I think that as more tennis players cross over, it'll only open up more avenues for the younger generations to start playing um, at a younger age. I mean, I'm sure 
you know, I'm sure Simone is going to have her children play, you know, or at least maybe they'll play tennis and pickleball, but people like that who are already playing and, um, you know, it'll grow the sport more. And honestly, like when I was younger, there was no pickleball and tennis clubs. I remember college tennis, there was like pickleball at the tennis, uh, like my university's like club and we had no idea what it was. And we just thought it was like um, the weirdest thing in the entire world. Um, but now it's more kids, there's more and more pickleball courts going into tennis clubs. Like kids are seeing it at younger ages. I know the tennis club that uh, Ken and I used to work at, um, they, they've considered having, uh, offering like a pickleball camp. You know, they have like the camp at the club during the summer days and they always offer like an hour of tennis during the day for the campers and maybe offering an hour of pickleball a couple times a week for it as well. So getting more kids into it, um, in different ways. Yeah, that would be great. Definitely. Um, so Maggie, yeah. I know, uh, you've got some practice coming up in a little bit, so I don't, we don't want to keep you too much longer, but, uh, now is the portion of the show where we like to, uh, reveal some stuff that our, our crack team of researchers found out about the two of you. So hopefully, oh, uh, God. hopefully this doesn't embarrass you too much, but, uh, <laughs> no, let's, let's see what we got here. So, uh, so Maggie, is it true that you're actually being inducted into a Hall of Fame soon? Oh, man, yes, it is true. The rumors are true, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm coming up on my 10-year uh, high school reunion this year. So as part of the 10-year, I get to be, um, or I have the, like, I can be now inducted into the Hall of Fame for our athletics. So I'm getting to be inducted into the tennis or Hall of Fame for tennis, I guess, come September this year. Um, super excited about that. You know, the one thing I can say is that I am the first Romenzi kid to get inducted into any Hall of Fame, you know, nice. so I take the, you know, I take the pedestal for that. You know, I don't think I was the first for anything else in the family, but <laughs> I'll take this one. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, super excited about that. Yeah, that's very cool. And uh, a little known fact, um, we, we're actually, we're going to be Hall of Fame buddies because I'm actually in a Hall of Fame also. I'm in the White Castle Hall of Fame, but uh, enough about that. Oh, enough about me. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So Ken, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like to brag about myself too much, but yeah, I, I, I am a Hall of Famer now. Um, but, uh, so Ken, um, you're currently still quite involved in the tennis world, aren't you? Uh, Rochester, I've, I've tried to section myself away from Buffalo tennis, but yes, in Rochester, <laughs> what kind of, what, what do you got going on there? Like what kind of, or what, what kind of skill level are you, would you say in the, in the tennis world? Um, I mean, I guess background map to start out, Maggie's better than me. She's better than me at tennis. Oh, uh, tennis too? Jeez. I just happened I just happened to stick to it a little bit longer than, than she has. Um, that's true. I'm two years younger. Um, so I am uh, four or five in USTA. I played division three at Rochester Institute of Technology. Um, shout out to the Tigers. <laughs> so it's not like like I said, not a world beater in tennis, but I started playing later as a teenager, so that kind of like bug and itch to play stuck to me longer than it did to some of the kids who start out when they're like three or four and get burnt out by the time they're like 15. Um, 
But in terms of involvement, what kind of questions do you have? Um, I don't know. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> what's that? So what league is Ken in? Ken is playing in a well. That's what we were trying to get at. Playing in a league right now. Yeah. Um. So I like. The, the leagues that I've played in, the one I'm playing in right now is more of a social league for me because I really enjoy the people that I'm on the team with. Um, it's, a, it's a mixed doubles league with a combined rating of 8.0. So I get to go out and play with a, with a 3-5 woman and, and meet a lot of different people of, of different skill levels. I'm um, in Rochester and people from Buffalo go there to play too. But the team I'm on has been the local and regional champion for the past three years straight. So... Woo! <laughs> um, nice, nice. I unfortunately I can't play in the regional tournament this year or or our last two matches of the season. I'm ineligible because of the surgery. So I'm I'm sitting on the sidelines making jokes and and smiling and, and cheering everyone else on here. Um, but if anyone, if you can, like if you're a tennis player, try and play USTA mixed league for a year. Like Maggie did it for a year with me. We were on the same team. We didn't get to play together because she is too good for me. <laughs> um, but we were on the same team and it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Like even if you don't get to go to the regional or the sectional tournament, like the people that you meet and like the jokes that go on in mixed tennis versus gender tennis are so much different. Like I think gender-based tennis gets very competitive versus the mixed tennis and it makes it not as fun. <laughs> so if you're a tennis player, or if you're a pickleball player going into tennis, look into mixed leagues. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so, Ken, I have one more question for you. Uh, I know anybody that was watching earlier may have seen a, a brief appearance by this individual, but isn't it true that there was a, a recent addition to your family? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So he was, I don't think he was on the camera for any part of the show, but no, he was he here for the, His head was. for the pre-show. Um, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Max is chewing his bone, or chewing Maisie's old bone, down at the ground nice. in front of us right now. Um, but he is a new addition to the family as of three days ago. <laughs> and Maggie's flashing a picture. Um, oh, nice. Oh, there's the picture there right there. Oh, yeah, there you were is. able to take the picture from your phone. We have such good technology. <laughs> oh. We took the picture from your phone, put it on the screen. That's how technically oh, advanced we you're are. Just, <laughs> you're just too good for me. Jeez. So him and... Him and Maisie have him and Maisie have matching bandanas. Obviously, that was the first thing that we had to buy. Maisie's is blue and, and Max's is green. Um, but he's he's been a really he's been a really good dog. This is the first nice. dog that I've I've gone out and kind of filled out the adoption papers on my own, like dealt with the whole adoption process. Um, when I met Maggie, Maisie was already a couple months old, so my introduction to her was just her peeing on my shoe, and Maggie did all the hard work. But um, Max only had one accident so far. Only only one number two in the house. Um, he's about 11 months old and still needs a little bit of training, but it's fun. He's eaten a lot of treats in the past couple of days when he's gone to the bathroom. Outside, so um, nice. I'm looking forward to more wake-ups at four in the morning, getting him out of his really? bed and taking him out. I am the only person who has woken up so far. <laughs> well, my buddy uh, Jack the Cat is here. I don't know if you want to make it a little appearance here, Jack. He's being a little shy. He, was, he walked by a little earlier. Here, say hi to the people here. Say hi. He knows there's Perfect two dogs right on the other side. <laughs> Isn't today like National Pet Day or something like that? Oh, it's true. You know, it's National Pet Day. We have, you know, call Maisie. Come on. Come see her. She's just laying down. Come here, Maisie. Maisie's laying down. Max yeah. is coming. Oh, Max. Want to come here, Max? Max likes Maggie more than me, though. So. 
There's Max. He's Kenny's. Max, say hi. Hey, Max. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just got one yeah. more question for the two of you. And uh, mainly, what would you say is uh, your proudest moment in the world of pickleball so far? You can each answer, answer individually if you'd like. Maggie, you can answer that one first. Oh, man, my proudest moment. Um, or it could be one of your proudest moments. It doesn't have to be the proudest. I always hate, I always hate answering the question, like, what is your favorite... Like anything, I hate answering that question of what's my favorite. I like to say one of my favorites is so. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to go. You know, for well, for starters, you know, my my proudest moments are repeating um, as mixed champion at Pickle Fest in Rochester. <laughs> so if nice. anybody knows about Pickle Fest, so like Scott Golden came last year and streamed all of our matches. So like this is earlier. basically the like the mecca <laughs> tournament of Rochester. If you win it, you're like you're like on the pedestal, you know, like gold standard and like, you know, your face. on uh, trophy. Yeah, basically, you know, so I'm like royalty because I won that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 but it was the first tournament I ever won. So, uh, and I went in as the, we went, my partner and I, Phil Valenti, we went in as the sixth seed and we got moved down from the fifth seed. We were seated fifth and then they were like, no, they're not very, they're not very good. So we're going to see them sixth and we surprised everybody and we won it. So, you know, I have to say that's my favorite memory so far. <laughs> very cool. Congrats on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it was not the U.S. Open bronze medal. It was the fact that I won Pickle Fest. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ken? What, what, what about you, Ken? What would you say is your your proudest moment or one of your proudest pickleball moments so far? Um, unfortunately, my what is it resume isn't as colorful as as Maggie's is. Um, but I have medaled in all the tournaments I've played in, so. That counts for something. Oh, nice. It does. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think, as corny as it sounds, one of like the most fun moments probably was Ding for Pink and, and meeting, you, meeting you guys and not just knowing you by your stage names, but learning your real names and actually getting to know you. <laughs> um, nice. And I mean, you met my you met my buddy Dan and I guess our friend Dan out there too, who we played that one game with at the at the end of it all. Um, yeah. With you together, and he. Um, I think that was like one of his third times playing pickleball at, at Dink for Pink. And it was kind of spontaneous for him to take the trip out and kind of join Maggie and I in the, in the whole adventure. But the fact that he's still playing, like just from that introduction to it and like from playing with you guys has been kind of huge for, for all of us. Cause it's something we can talk about and something that we can just text him and Hey Dan, how'd pickleball go today? Oh, I fell, busted my knee. I have a big cast on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so I, I think the fact that like even a friend who like doesn't come from a ping pong background, doesn't come from a tennis background, doesn't have any racket score experience can stick to a score so like that Max has been is, uh, you know, he wants to get his voice in. I think that's been one of the one of the most fun fun and, and proud moments. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, and I, I vividly remember that game. That was a very fun game that, that the four of us played at the end there. Uh, Eddie and I against yeah, the I... two of you. I know uh, I know he was it was like one of his very first times ever playing and uh, you guys were, uh, you almost beat us. I think we got you yeah, at the very end I, there. But... I, blew it, I blew it at the end. I duffed one to the bottom of the net. 
But wasn't it something it, like 16, 14 or something like that? Yeah, it kept it kept going back and forth like crazy. And we actually have a slow motion video clip of you losing and messing up at the end. No, I'm just kidding. We do not. Oh, have that, God. But, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I really wish you guys did. <laughs> We're not that heartless. <laughs> I'll pull it up later. So, Eddie, uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's uh, anything else going on on social media. Um, anything good going on out there before we say goodbye? There was just one comment, and uh, Ken, I think you alluded to it. Scott Golden had said, I watched and competed against Maggie at the Pickle Fest 4 in Rochester, New York. She was so intense. I was close to the court, and I heard her tell her men's partner, get out of the way, and I'll hit the middle ball. So, okay, yeah. well, there is a... Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties. Yeah, no worries. Oh, That's dear awesome. God. Okay. I love it. Okay. You know, I will say that there was a reason Phil is an amazing player, but Phil actually tore his groin three days before that tournament and wouldn't not play. And so, like, by – we played – okay, so what they did was we did a full round robin and then did a full tournament so based on the – yeah, based on the results of the full round robin of 13 teams. Okay, Man. so we had a lot of matches, and so I was like, Phil was like, could barely walk by the time we started the tournament. <laughs> so I was like, just don't, he wouldn't pull out. I was like, we don't have to play. He's like, no, we're playing. So I was like, okay, well then you just serve and run to the net. That's it. Like, I'll do everything, I'm going to do everything else. <laughs> like, I don't really want to, you know, have you die in the court. Right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Scott also failed to mention that she practiced probably three times in the month leading up to that tournament. So she she came in cold too. An easy drop. Jeez. Thank you. That's impressive. <laughs> it's okay. That's really impressive, actually. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Ken and Maggie, it's been awesome having you. Uh, now is your chance to uh, to take the stage and uh, say anything you want to the Eddie and Webby Nation here. Uh, if you want to just. If, I don't know if there's uh, if either of you have social media accounts that that are good for people to follow to keep up to date with what you guys are doing or not. If so, now would be a perfect time to to let us know. Um. Yeah. Uh, Maggie's Instagram is pretty straightforward, but she doesn't have much pickleball stuff on it. I think it's just mm or Menzi. And yeah, it's all more. My Instagram is like our daily life. Ken's is our pickleball life. And tennis. And tennis. Okay. Mine's very colorful. It's hashtag tennis, hashtag pickleball, hashtag Australian Shepherd. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. But my Instagram is 4Ks, so K-K-K-K-C-H-O-U. Um, and it has a lot of pickleball content on it, a lot of tennis content. Um, there's some dog pictures on there, but I try to post something probably like two or three times a week. Maggie, Maggie did give me a shout out a couple weeks ago. Apparently, one of my posts was liked by Kyle and Tyler Loon. So I'm moving up in the oh, world, nice. guys. <laughs> very nice. Very, very nice. <laughs> Bethany Maddox Sands also liked and commented on one of my posts too. So it's a it's a big deal. I'm I'm putting up some good content on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We we follow you. I definitely enjoy your content. In fact, uh, like you mentioned earlier, we featured that uh, around the post shot that you posted on social media that. That drew up a little bit of a controversy, actually, because people were like on one side or the other of the fence, whether that shot was a legit ATP or whether it was out of bounds or not. That was that was a lot of fun when we dissected that clip. 
That was fun. It was a good thing that you had the second camera angle too. Otherwise people would have crucified me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. As soon as I saw that clip, I was like, Oh, I've got a different camera angle. I'm pretty sure my angle shows conclusively whether that was in or out. And I, I love the fact that it actually did. So yeah, that was, that was great. It was fun. Worked out nicely. I loved it. <laughs> do you, so do you remember what podcast that you went over the final result of that was? I think it was Sandra Gerke, I think. Was it 26? Um, if it was, it was the Cassandra, Cassandra one, let me, uh, I, I don't have it in front of me. Actually, I can look up, tell a quick little story while I look it up real quick so I can let everybody know what to look out, look up. What's Put you on the spot, I know. Story, Any story, it doesn't even have to be pickleball story. related. You, oh. you know, actually, um, I do have something real quick. Um, I got a little yeah. bone to pick with you, Ken, if you don't mind. Oh, God. Uh oh. So we were talking about, we were talking about a little bit earlier, the Florida Grand Slam, right? And so... Mm. It, it's this amazing experience. There's all these people there. It's my first time being able to do commentary and I'm all nervous and thank God Josh J was there to be able to come on stage with me. And somebody decided to troll us a little bit on Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, oh, who could this be, right? Well, it was my good friend Ken saying, someone get the commentator a cup of coffee. He's had a long day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I knew how long you had been added out there in the heat. <laughs> yeah. Well, so then I wanted to ask, I, I wanted to say like, okay, well, was he talking about Josh J or is he talking about me? And then you said both. Ha -ha. <laughs> well, from what I remember that both comment was talking about you wanting to get a milkshake or coffee. And you said you didn't know which one you should get because you didn't like coffee. And I think I said both of that. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that, that makes a little more sense. No, I'm so totally messing context. with you, but all about I, the context. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny. Like, yeah, I'm sitting there. And, <laughs> yep. Had to throw that comment in there. No, that was cool though. Yeah. I, I just assumed he meant that he thought, I just, I just assumed that he thought he meant you were like super boring to listen to and you just needed a pick me up. Otherwise you're going to put people to sleep. That's what I thought. That's what I thought too. <laughs> I think that was after the women's final. I think that was after the, the waters played Simone and, and Corinne. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're out there for a long time at that point. That was a long fun day. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. And I, uh, I do have the answer to the question of which podcast featured that around the post video clip of Kenny's. And that was one of our milestone episodes. It was the big 3-0. So episode 30 oh. is the one where we had Cassandra Gerke on and, uh, and we went over that clip and that was a very fun episode. So if anybody wants to go back and check that one out, episode number 30. Yeah, it was a good episode. I think Maggie and I watched probably the whole- We watched almost the whole yeah, thing, I think. Whole hour and a half, two hours of it. There was a lot of good oh, nice. questions there. Yeah, that was a very fun episode. I thought this was a very fun episode, and uh, and we definitely cannot thank both of you enough for joining us. I thought that was great, and uh, yeah, just, uh, that was awesome. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having us. You know, uh, we we never get to, we never turn out a chance to bask in the sunlight now. So <laughs> here we are. I might. <laughs> oh bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for, for reaching out and asking us to, to come on. It's, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a blast. And uh, thank you very much. And I hope you guys have an excellent night. Thanks. You, you guys too. Have a good next.
So, okay, well, my, the dogs are stealing each other's toys right now, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> on that note, we bid you farewell. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll All see right, you in a couple weeks. Guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Wow. Man, another super, super fun episode. I thought that was great. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, how cool was that? You know, they, they both have such amazing stories as individuals, but then being able to talk about playing as a couple too, I'm sure there's a lot of people that listen that are even th thinking about playing with their spouse or have played with their spouse and it didn't go very well. So I think it was, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty insightful. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it always, uh, always fascinates me the the whole dynamic of a uh, a couple that both play pickleball because i like i was saying earlier it seems like so many people that are couples that play pickleball they either love playing with each other or they absolutely hate playing with each other and i feel like a majority of the people tend to uh play apart from each other way more than together which always fascinates me <laughs> yep that was awesome though another great interview uh super excited that we were able to have them on what else are we going to talk about for the podcast today? You know what? I think that uh, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for the main part of the podcast. But I don't know about you, but I still have some beer left in my glass. Ah, I do as well. And uh, something that we haven't done in a very long time is a good old-fashioned beer chug. Yeah, that's true. It's been a long time since we've done that, actually, hasn't it? Yeah, been a very long time, and I can't think of a, a better time to do it on this episode where we are celebrating our one-year podcast anniversary than uh, than to ask Eddie, should we chug or not chug the rest of this beer? Well, I say we chug. Nice. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. And uh, without further ado, Ziggy Zuggy, Ziggy Zuggy, oi, 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 three, two, one, chug. Ah. Oh, that was good. <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I think I had a little bit less in my glass than you did, but I was busy manning Facebook uh, where you were actually talking. So uh, that was fun. I'm glad we did that. Yeah, that was super fun. But uh, to everybody still listening, uh, please be sure to stay tuned because we're about to have a new episode of Dinking Around with Eddie and Webby. Yes, we are. And this has been episode 37. So I want to thank all 37 of you out there that are still listening at this point. We definitely appreciate you. We have some amazing guests lined up in the very near future, and we'll be announcing them. Uh, we'll be announcing them as soon as we get some dates finalized, but you guys got to stick around. I'm telling you, 2019 is just going to continue to get better and better and better for us. I'm so excited about that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be incredible. Yes. And remember, stick around. We're about to go into dinking around for Ed, with Eddie and Webby. If you want to be on the show, there's a chance you can. Reach out to us in Facebook or YouTube, and we'll figure something out. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Well, on that note, I'm Eddie. And until next time, this is Webby, not Eddie, signing off. See ya.